0: <coughs> oh dear. Morning everybody. Another week running on the exchange. Hope you're all well. Hope you're all doing the thing. Sunday QA. Uh yeah, questions, um points that you guys got, written them all down. Today's one, we're gonna focus mainly on trips abroad. When I say trips abroad, basically with there's Scotland and Wales and then there's going over the water, aren't there, really? Um one of the guys asked me about, you know, came up with a, I know, C, C11 Yan, who is the official shipper on the channel, <laughs> he's not, the official, he says he's the unofficial shipper, but he's the official one. Um, he, he actually, he's the guy who'll give us a, a peek behind the velvet curtain, he's the one that's actually on the other side, and, he, and he's very honest, very frank, lovely fella. And he said, um, a trip from London to Dublin, he said a shipper will sell for a grand, And it will then probably sell it on the career exchange around 550. The difficulty is that, as I found with Scotland, um, unless you've got a backload, it all seems wonderful. Because you're thinking, I'm going to get 550 quid, and you put it on the van, and you go there, and you do the diesel, and then you do the ferry, and then you do the overnight. And if you can't find one on the way back, by the time you've you've slept over, and you've got the ferry back, and you come home empty, and you're knackered, and you've worn yourself out, you might find that, you know, the day out, it's like with Scotland, the day out, that last trip, I I picked up at 3 o'clock, got there at 10, earned me about 330, 360 quid. The next day on a Friday, all day on the way home, because I had to be back at five to pick a parcel up, I made £80. So if you put the two of them together, even with the work that I did before I picked Scotland up, I'm not that far different from two or well, from three jobs running around town. So things to be careful. Although C11 Yan does say, if you are going across to Dublin, he says it's worth getting an account with Freight, with Freightlink. And that way they will, give, they can get you return jobs. Also, uh, Ross Gilmore says the Victor Tracy shipping and they're based in the Republic of Ireland so there's a thing going on there with the VAT because it's Republic of Ireland they kind of I think they don't charge but your customer might not know that so I'm gonna let you guys work that one out the VAT thing is is, is a grey area on that one I'm, I'm making no comments on that but Freightlink or the Victor Tracy shipping, uh, two people out there that might give you guys, if you're thinking of going to Ireland, and if you're thinking of going to um, France, you know, be careful, France, Spain. If you, lovely, getting a job out there. You can get mega dough. Um, I personally in a Luton fan. I think I would probably be quoting saying double money. I'd probably be quoting 250 a mile, thinking I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna get a job back. And then there's the toll roads. I'll be honest with you, I haven't run abroad. Maybe one day I will, but, it scares me. I could mess it up. I could find myself doing a lot. Unless I'm going to get very well paid for the job, I could find myself doing a pile of work for nothing. Right. Let me know your experiences. Uh, Maurice Trella. He says he knows about not giving the, the business cards. What about the PODs? Because you know you're not allowed to give the business cards out, guys. You're getting in trouble for this. It's your, you're basically, when you go in, you go in as a shipper. So if, as, uh, yeah. So if Crown Couriers ring you, you are Crown Couriers. If Speedy Freight ring you, you are Speedy Freight. You turn up, you say, Speedy Freight, for a collection. You don't turn up and give your name, and you certainly don't give your card out. Because that's like trying to nick their customers, and that's not done. They've got you the customer, they've got you the job. You don't go around, they call it poaching. He said, what about if I've got the name on the POD? Well, not really. You know, again, it's not quite the same as going, Is me, you know, call me next time. But if they clock it and they've got the number, it's not really done. You're much better off getting a plain POD. I mean, what I would say is if you've got your PODs with your name's on, scribble it out with a pen. Also, you bear in mind that that POD is going to go back to the shipper. The shipper's going to see it and he's going to say, what are you playing at? So, but personally, I recommend playing PODs. If you want it, I've got a PDF. Just give us your email address underneath. I'll ping it across you. It's A3. You get two on a sheet. Cut it in half. Or just get yourself a book. Like I say, I've been using the books. When this book runs out, I'm going to print my own PODs because it's easier. But there's a book on Amazon. I think it's by Ocean something. It's about seven quid. Uh, or just a plain invoice book. Sorry about that. You can get a plain invoice book from, you know, just Down to Smith's plain invoice book, duplicate book, give you 100 sheets, about two and a half quid. Even a little, you don't even have to be big, just a little one. So, but yeah, you're much better off doing that. Um, Another question, sorry, I've written your name really blurly. How do you become VAT registered? I am a very old man. I became VAT registered when I was 25 when I started my market trading business. I'm now 50. I can't remember. But what I imagine you would do, is go to the website, type in HMRC, VAT registration, and just follow the instructions. Either that, or if you've got an accountant, go talk to the accountant. If you haven't got an accountant, and you want an accountant, get an accountant and then go talk to the accountant. But I'm afraid that's in the midst of time. Anyone wants to write any comments underneath, that might clear things up for you. Uh, this is an interesting one. Um, Yasin Karagul he pointed out, we're talking about jobs on Friday. Friday's kept quite busy, particularly around about the afternoon time, particularly around London. They go, bing, 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 bing. And he makes a point out that Friday is a a big religious day for the Muslim community. A lot of them have to go, they choose to go mosque on, well, I I think the idea is to kind of go mosque every day, but if you don't go every day, Friday is kind of the one, like, you know, I'm sorry if I'm a bit obscure about this one. On the markets, some of the guys on a Friday used to, like, disappear off. My mate Arsha next door used to disappear off. Um, so bear that in mind, it's kind of, if they've got to go mosque on Friday, that means you, you could, that means less drivers on the road. Less drivers on the road. Plus, potentially, I also think Friday is the day because people want to get the jobs out because it's like it's the weekend. Let's get it done. Let's get it sorted. So, I think it's a combination of potentially more jobs and less drivers, which means on a Friday you can potentially get more money. You can because like the the, the, the supply and demand. Friday, you know, on on a Monday, on a Tuesday afternoon, there might be ten drivers bidding on one job. On a Friday, you might be the only guy. So, again. Bear that one in mind. I'm also not sure. I mean, how does it stand with school holidays? I've not worked. I, I, I think I started this after the school holidays last year. I've been going about ten months now. So, does it get busier in a not busier in the school holidays? But are there less drivers? Have you got more chance of winning jobs? I've got to be honest with you. I don't think it's going to make a lot of difference. But as long as the jobs keep coming, that's the main thing, isn't it? Really, Um Samuel, there. Good question. If you deliver in less busy areas, do you stay or you go? It kind of depends on time, um, <coughs> sorry, what I tend to do is I tend to perch up, I tend to leave the site quickly, always leave the site quickly, just in case they turn around and go, hang on mate, this has got a chip in it, and then you have to hang around for 20 minutes while they ring and they ring and they go, well, oh, and then they go, no, it's fine, we're going to keep it, you've done 20 minutes of your time. Um, yeah, I tend to perch up, have a little look. What you can do is you can go on a desktop if you've got a desktop and you can search loads in a larger area. Um, failing that, what I tend to do is I tend to head for a target area. So say, for example, I'm tipping in somewhere like Salisbury. I put in base. If I, I tip in Salisbury, 8 o'clock in the morning, it's a good time to get a job, Eight, but not in Salisbury. So what I would do is I put in base because I know base is going to take me back towards London, round the 25, round Feltham, two reasons for this. Firstly, London is probably the best area in my area for me, and secondly, because there's two or three guys that might ring me with a job. So if I perch in Salisbury at like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning after tipping, and they'll get a phone call at 9 saying, are you available, there's one coming out of Milton Keynes, I'm too far away. But if I've headed towards London, by the time they ring me, I might be in UB7 or Slough, and I go... Yet yeah, I'll be there, be just over an hour, and they they kind of cool with that. So, and if it's a decent one, it's a multi-drop. It's worth, I've done that before. I've dropped in Norwich before, and I've have driven all the way back from Norwich to Luton because it was picking up a four-drop multi-drop out of Vauxhall. All of them basically Luton to Bedford, and it was worth 25 pound a hit. So I got 100 quid for what was then two hours' work, and I probably wouldn't have got that coming back from Norwich. i have been stuck. It's a chance you take. Uh, one of the guys I didn't write your name down he said it's that thing he took a Mickey Mouse job I think it was Darren Darren Perry how are you doing mate um, he said I took a Mickey Mouse job round the corner and two seconds later um, a really good one pinged up again just around the corner right to my home but you I always say burn in the hand I've done it before it's happened to me once or twice where that's gone off but normally you go well, I'm going to wait for a job I'm going to wait for a job and then an hour later you're still waiting for that perfect job and um it's like why didn't I do the job that came up? I, I could have been halfway through it by now, and I'd been off off the money i my bin, like you know. So, so it's that kind of thing. I tend to start looking for jobs about ten minutes before I tip, um, and I tell them the truth. I go, well, I'm tipping in ten minutes. It should be easy to one pallet. That way, if you get there and you can't get in for some reason, or there's a queue, or something goes wrong, you ring them up. So you remember, I rang you ten minutes ago, and I said I should be tipping in ten minutes. Well, it's all gone sideways sorry um but if you yeah don't tell them you'll definitely be there tell them you should be if you're not just keep them informed. kids fill them in be honest the thing that shippers hate people lying to them don't don't do that it's not good um but if you tell them the truth and they go yeah fine we're going to go with that then they'll go okay no problem we'll find something else like you know but on the whole once i've tipped tend to um yeah oh the other thing about yeah so if the job i was taking the, the job when it comes come up if you don't want to drive yourself mad and you go if you go to the dashboard, the Noughts and Crosses grid. In the top left-hand corner, you'll three, see three lines. Click on the three lines, and a menu will appear on the left-hand side. Go down to settings, go down to load alerts, and disable them. This has two things. Firstly, it means you can't see if a fantastic job turns up, and when you're doing your next job, you won't get ding 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 which can drive you potty and then when you're 10 minutes away from, you, from tipping just go back in and turn it back on again so that's something you can do um yeah there's a question can you move your no claims discount from your car to your van on the whole no you can you can if you've got a pickup as your car because a pickup is classed as a commercial. But commercial no claims distance uh, no claims discounts are different to normal no claims discounts. So if you've got ten years on your car, you can't move it to a van, which is a shame. That's the way it goes. Uh, Andrew Broadbent. he said, is it a problem if your van is sign written? Not really. But it's not ideal. It comes back to the POD thing. You are going in as a representative. So as far as your customer is concerned, you are CitySprint, or you are um, en route or you are HBC. If your van's sign written, you can just turn around and say, oh, we were really busy. If someone flags it up, before you were from say, you can say, uh, yeah, we're really busy at the moment, so we've had to draft in some extra vans. This is a temporary van, or or we've just bought this and we haven't had it painted yet. Or, you know, just say, if they say, no, if they say, oh, you're HBC, you say, um, yes. And if they say, it's not written on the side of your van, uh, yeah, my usual van broke down, and I'm borrowing this off my cousin. You know, just say something. Uh, it's never really happened. I mean, I've got a plain van anyway. But I don't imagine it's something that happens often. Most people don't care. They just want their box. As long as it turns up with a happy career driver, on time, in one piece. They don't really mind what your van looks like. It's not, you know, they might they might frown a bit if you look a bit messy, but on the whole I think most of us are well turned out, aren't we? Um Rambata, he says he's struggling. Um he said I my mean, postcode was N G seventeen. Um yeah, like I used to, I checked up ng17. I thought it might be Norwich, but it's not. It's like between um, Sheffield and Derby, mate. You, you know, Luton van. You really shouldn't be struggling. I don't. I honestly don't know. I'm really sorry. I don't know why. Uh, My advice would be that I say to all of them: try getting yourself a job for the morning, the afternoon before. Start looking around about two o'clock. See if ideally you want to get one on your van. Last thing. You know, keep your last job. Then maybe pick one up five, six o'clock at night, and hopefully dropping early in the morning. And beware, and also be wise of your areas. We we call it the ghost. If you draw a line from um, basically Bristol up up through Port Talbot, through Liverpool. And then across, you can do a little bit to take in Newcastle, Middlesbrough, Sunderland, that kind of way. Then straight down by Ipswich and down. Anything past Bristol is a struggle. Anything in the middle of Wales is a struggle. Anything above Manchester, Liverpool, you might get something out of Aberdeen. Not a lot comes out of Scotland. They kind of, as my mix my mixes en route. He says most of the manufacturing goes up there. It doesn't come down. So we ship up there, and as I found out, you ship up there, getting back's a problem. The only other thing you do is you ship up to Scotland, then when you finish in Scotland, you come down and you perch round about Newcastle, Middlesbrough, or if you're on the other side, Manchester and Liverpool, because you know Blackpool, Preston, you know there are going to be jobs in the morning. So, yeah, that's kind of something. Like I, say, I think that's the way it works. I'm still figuring it out. And finally, I like this one. I did that video for... You know, I said I'd drop the, set, the stuff for the set for James Bond. As it turned out, it was gutted. It wasn't the stuff for James Bond. It was for the new Rebecca movie. It's got Christian Scott Thomas and... um Somebody Cole. Not Lily Cole, someone else. I think it's her out the new... um What's it called? Yesterday. I think it's her. Um, and... Yeah, so that was it. And of course... As I always say, take care, take money. And as Gary John Baker pointed out, it should be take care, take money, Penny. Yeah. I wish I'd thought that. (laughs) Anyway, that's it. Sunday Q&A. Hope it's good. Hope you're well. Any questions? Fire them at me. I'll, I'll put it out there to the forum. I'll see if we can get them answered. And I'm going to try and do a few more sensible videos this week, like, um, how the stuff actually works, but they're self-indulgent. So it's Sunday. It's not sunny, is it really? But hey. It's easy when you're driving a van. So that's the size of things. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care. Take money. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator